0: I'm John Peters, one of the founders of Callaway's Nursery. We're proud to present this hour of Neal Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now here's Neal.
1: Thank you, John, very, very much. Doesn't get any better than being sponsored by Callaway's, I'll tell you. And to have John Peters introduce you, that's about the, the ultimate. So thank you very much. And I <laughs> I was in a Zoom meeting this week with one of their managers, uh, Jenny Moots, and she said, oh, you wouldn't believe... How nice the crowd was. They're, they're happy to see you all when you come in. They were tired after last weekend and smiling. And uh, so get into Calloway's. Won't you let them know you're listening to the program and let them know. Thank you for being there. It's a local independent retail garden center that happens to have 19 locations here in the Metroplex. And the man that you uh, just heard is one of the founders. Uh, and uh, as I understand... Having been John's friend for 40 years, I guess, uh, there were three who founded, and um, and just great people. So anyway, uh, we're here to talk about the plants at your place, and I need to give you my phone number so you can do exactly that. Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the phone, so Mike's will be the first voice that you'll hear answering this number, 800 800- 288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Call now, will you please? Let's talk about what's working for your landscape, what isn't working, and probably are a lot of things that didn't work too well after the 16th of February, and uh, what we can do to look forward and, and uh, make things better. So we're going to talk about gardening, going to talk about things to be done toward the end of March and on into April, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. We begin each Sunday morning with a visit with Steve Huddleston, and he is public relations manager of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden and the Botanical Research Institute of Texas, otherwise known as BRIT. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Neil. Always good to hear from you. And and today we're going to talk about some plants. Yes, things are blooming. I love uh, it. Well, how how has sprung. How else? Yeah, that's right. How else would you want a, a 110 acre botanic garden to be? So tell us about some of the really pretty ones. Well, last week was a peak color for our tulips. You know, we planted over
2: 125 thousand bulbs last fall, and they're blooming now. This week will still show good color, so I encourage people to come out and see the tulips. Uh, We will have some later blooming varieties that peak this week, and those varieties most likely will be, or for the most part, will be in the rose garden. Uh, So, again, another good week of color from the tulips uh, this week uh, throughout the garden. Uh, There's a wonderful blooming shrub I like. It's called Viburnum Burkwoodii. and it's blooming now. And it gets about six to eight feet tall. It's semi-evergreen, takes full sun to dappled shade and moist, well-drained soil. In the spring, it produces three-and-a-half-inch-wide clusters of wax-like white flowers that have a wonderful fragrance. I mean, it's heavenly. And you can use this shrub as an accent plant, as a screen, or as a backdrop for smaller shrubs. Uh, We feature these at the main entrance to the garden and in the
1: fuller garden. You know, Steve, there. it seems to me more than with any other group of plants, there are northern viburnums and there are mm-hmm. southern viburnums, southern viburnums that you grow right along the Gulf Coast, and these mm-hmm. northern viburnums like Berkwoodii that are uh, very winter hardy here way up into the Midwest, mm-hmm. and uh, I have a lot of the northern viburnums in my landscape, four or five of them, different kinds, mm-hmm. and they do really well, and, and these are the ones we need to concentrate on because the southern ones didn't do so well this winter mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. and and well, uh, yeah and and i, I was gonna say I've, I've had so many posts on Facebook from people way south in austin and Houston that lost the mm-hmm. southern ones this winter so mm-hmm. Burke is a is a lovely one and and I know you have some others that will be coming along in the next week or two and mm-hmm. and I'm sure you'll tell us about them so anyway didn't mean to take you off track
2: no I love the viburnums uh, and Burkewoodeye has a good one another one is carlessii which is the korean spice viburnum. Oh, yeah. equally if not equally if not more fragrant. They're wonderful. So, yes, they are. Yes. Uh, speaking of native plants, though, we do have a me- – well, Mexican plums are blooming throughout the garden. Uh, this is a small native tree that uh, blooms in the spring. It has very attractive dark and deeply fissured bark that sets off the profusion of white blossoms, which persists for about two weeks, and those flowers smell like honey. It is a wonderful fragrance. Uh, this tree takes full sun to partial shade. It can be used as an understory tree on the edge of the woods,
1: and they are blooming throughout the garden now. I took photos last night, in a, not, at, in, not in the garden, in your garden, but uh, out uh-huh. in, in landscapes. I love that tree. Love that aroma. Mm-hmm. Ah,
2: yes, I beautiful. do
1: too. Yeah. yeah. You just don't want to plant them next to a sidewalk or a driveway. They do drop fruit. So They I, drop I, fruit, know, and they like... also have thorns. If you happen to raise your bald head uh-huh. up into the top of one, it's not pleasant. Yes, I can imagine. <laughs> Well, we also have flowering quince. That's another shrub that blooms typically blooms
2: late winter, early spring. Uh, they were delayed this spring because of the Arctic blast. But anyway, they're blooming now. Uh, we have several varieties and colors. Jet trails is white. Uh, Texas scarlet is an orange-red cultivar. I really like the storm series. We have pink storm, orange storm. There is scarlet storm. These are a very compact variety. They get about three to four feet tall. Larger flowers, a good two inches across, that look like camellia blossoms. They're really pretty. And I think their flowers last a lot longer than those of the older varieties. So uh, we've got a a few of these scattered throughout the garden. They're really pretty now and will be for, you know, maybe another ten days. Who knows? Mm -hmm.
1: All right. Fabulous. And? Finally, we do have
2: our spring festival in the Japanese garden coming up this weekend. That is this Saturday, the 27th, and a week from today, the 28th. This is a wonderful event. Uh, It takes place 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. both days. Uh, Not only, it's concentrated in the Japanese garden, but it is spread throughout the entire garden. That allows for more social distancing. But anyway, it features Japanese dancers, drummers, koto music, demonstrations of martial arts, the tea ceremony, ikebana. uh, Vendors will be selling pottery, art, jewelry, and other items. This event is free with admission to the garden. It's a wonderful cultural event that we encourage people to attend.
1: Steve, how does admission to the Japanese Garden work? Is it is it uh, a part of the admission to the Botanic Garden or is it separate? Yes, it is. One yes. It is. Well, that simplified things, didn't it? It is. Yes. All right. Nice. All right. Good deal. And uh, folks, there, there is an admission charge to the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. That began a couple of years ago, but there's a better deal. And that is become a member of the Fort Worth yes. Botanic Garden. And you can come time and again and and enjoy a lot of other benefits as well. Now, how does somebody navigate parking for uh, for general coming today? For example, Steve, where did they come?
2: Uh, They just pull into the main entrance, and we have ample parking in front of the garden center. If that lot should fill up, we will direct people to our weekend parking lot,
1: which is on the I-30 access road before you get to Montgomery Street. All right, and the main entrance for most people, especially during the week, why don't you give that uh, that specific location?
2: Well, we're just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park, and right there on University Drive is the main entrance. You will see the floral clock. That's where
1: you pull in, and that's where you have ample parking. A lot of people know where Casa Manana is. This is just south of that and uh, just north of I-30 by a quarter of a mile, probably. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. The uh, 24-hour information telephone number for people who would like to do that, what is that number?
2: That is 817-463-4160.
1: All right. And the website is? fwbg.org steve if somebody wants to come and become a member and uh, can they deduct the admission from that first visit at the time of joining well just join and then they get in free so yeah I'll buy a membership
2: and come on in
1: they do that at the same location at the same time yes and, yes yes we can right. do that yeah not trying to make these hard steve Online or online or in the garden center. Yes, All right, I got you. We'll, we'll, we'll take care of it. All right, you're wonderful. Hey, I really well, appreciate you joining us on Sundays. Steve Huddleston, and I used to call him senior horticulturist, and he has graduated way beyond that now. Thank you, Steve. Well, thank you. Talk to you next Sunday. Lots of things at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. That report sponsored by the fine folks at Arborological services. If you have trees, you need their tree care. They're the best in the business. These are the folks who uh, take care of some of the most beautiful trees anywhere in North Texas and they also take care of up-and-coming trees, trees that need that kind of special care so that they too can become some of the most beautiful trees in North Texas. They take care of all of the Sperry trees. They're the only people who will ever touch our trees. I want to encourage you to get on their list of customers because you will become a loyal customer of Arborological Services. They've been in business 41 years. They're in their 41st year now, and nobody does it better. Their equipment is state-of-the-art. Their people are carefully trained. Safety is a, a byword For Arborological Services. If you ever watch the Texas Tree Climbing Championship, that is one of the first and foremost things on which people are judged in it. It's not just about speed of ascent into the trees or the accuracy of how they do their work, but also the safety with which they do it and knowing what to do and how to do it and how to remove trees or how to remove branches, how to cable branches, how to do all of the really difficult things. They know that. How to recognize the unusual problems that can beset trees arborological services nobody does it better second time i've said that in this ad 866-552-7267 and your antenna went up and it said oh that sounds like an out-of-town company they are not they are here they're local they just did that so that it would be easy for every area code they're right here in the metroplex and that's the only place they work Arborological.com is the website. Facebook it's Arborological Services. Twitter at The Tree Experts. 866-552-7267 Arborological Services. I'm
2: Tom McLaughlin with the Calloways Nursery at Flower Mound. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas
3: Gardening.
1: And now back to Neil. All right, there we go. Thank you, Tom, very, very much. Let's go back or go to our phone call. First one of the day is Carol in Ulyss. Carol, this is Neil. Good morning. Thanks for calling early today. How can I help you?
3: Hi, Neil. Um, I've got about a, a half dozen six-foot-tall legustrums that you know. Of course, they lost all their leaves, and I have a. Four and a half foot tall Japanese aurelia, same thing. it's just sticks now. Should I leave them alone for a while or cut them down to the ground to see if they'll come back? I
1: don't I think, think the aurelia, aurelia will come. I don't think the aurelia will come back, and I would be surprised if the legustrums did. They look pretty rough. All the ones that I have seen. Uh, there, there may be some isolated uh, plants in protected spots that will come back. Do you see any regrowth, uh, any green growth trying to come out anywhere along the stems on the ligustrums?
3: No, not at all. But back in the 80s, my parents lost all of theirs in a deep freeze, and they did come back from the ground. But, you know, this freeze seems to be better. I mean, better, worse. Rather it was than,
1: worse. Uh, I There's nothing to be gained by hurrying uh, other than getting the, the nursery stock that, that may be hard to find in a few weeks or months. Uh, but it, it's not going to not going to hurt to wait another couple weeks but if they're not offering to send out new shoots before long i I think uh, at that point you say gosh you know even if they do send up new shoots uh, how how long how (laughs) how, how near death are they and and uh, how good will they be anyway Uh, my guess would be that they will not come back that would be my guess based Uh... on all of the ones i've seen
3: Okay, well, thank you for your opinion. I'm sorry. Um,
1: yeah, and and you know the odd okay. thing is that the farther we get away from this event in uh, uh, 2021, uh, if we have 10 years of warm weather, people will be planting them once again, and we'll have the same conversation in 2039 when it happens again. I've, <laughs> I've been here 50 years, and this third time I've seen them die out like this. So, it, all it right. Happens, yeah. Well, good luck.
3: Thank you. Do you have a time for a quick dwarf Yokon question? Yes. I have uh, some of those, and they are leggy from excessive shade. They have about 8 or 10 inches of leafy green growth on them. If I cut them down by a foot, I'll just have sticks, but will they leave? Try
1: it? it, but don't wait any longer. It really should have been done in February, and I think you can do that once. I don't think you can do it uh, more than a time or, or a couple of times, and at some point they wear out. I have the same thing going on with some of mine, and I will replace them yeah. for long. I've, yeah, I've had old. them for 40 years, and, and I'm not – They're not going to have the vigor to do that again, I don't think. So, hey, okay. I, I do have to run. Appreciate you. your call, though, Thanks. Carol. Thank you. Ray and Rockdale, Bobby and Crowley. You'll be up next. That opens the line at 800 288 9227. I have a new message for you that you have not heard here. My listeners on KLIF on Saturday afternoon got to hear it yesterday, and boy, they responded. This is a nice opportunity for you. You heard last week that I was finishing out the fourth printing of my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. I'm here now to tell you the plan that we have for the fifth printing. It is uh, going on the press tomorrow. And yes, unfortunately, because of the paper shortage that I was told about two weeks ago, thank you, no thank you, uh, it is going to be delayed by about four weeks. And as I had to do last year because of the pandemic, I uh, am going to need to do now because of the paper shortage give you a special opportunity and that is the book that will be $36.95 plus tax and postage is yours for $31.95 plus tax and postage uh, due to the paper shortage. I'll just take the loss on that if you want to buy it ahead of time and uh, this is uh, this is the fifth printing of my book I do not have any more fourth printing books Uh, this is your opportunity to save five dollars if you order early now here is the advantage of ordering today Uh, last year when we had this happen uh, we we had a few hundred ordered each weekend and then on the last weekend when it was announced time is up uh, had 3500 ordered in two days and those people had to wait extra weeks because i can only sign the books so quickly right now if you order you'll be in the second hundred so i really would encourage you to order now it's 31.95 plus tax and postage the book has 11 chapters that cover every aspect of lawns landscapes flower fruit and vegetable gardening in Texas, all the counties of Texas, and 11 chapters, 344 pages of that high-quality paper I'm waiting on, and 840 of my photographs. It is uh, going to be a lovely book for you, and uh, you do not need to buy it if you have one of the first four printings. It's essentially the same book, but if you don't have it, you really need to get it, and I'll get it to you in about four weeks. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, 31.95 plus tax and postage. The price will never be that low again. Order it now. Two ways you can do it. The better way is at neilsperry.com. N e i l s p e r r y dot Or you can call my office Monday through Friday at 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. But that better way is at neilsperry.com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. If you need a foundation repair, you need to call Advanced Foundation Repair 214-333-0003. That's based on my having told you that for 25 years and having gotten some of the nicest notes back. People are so grateful for that recommendation. People ask me, what is that company again? And then I hear back from them Oh my goodness! Thank you for that recommendation. I can tell you from having used them twice—once at our home and once at a home, a house that uh, we used for an office building for my magazine and other businesses that I had. My All Texas All Garden uh, uh, Show—we used it for 24 years, and they did foundation repair there. And they're the best. They're simply the best. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. They have pioneered many innovations in the foundation repair business and that's why I always say they have earned the right to call themselves Advanced Foundation Repair. They'll do a free home inspection of your foundation. They will determine if there are any problems with your foundation, if there are they will show you exactly where they are. They do almost a topographic map of your foundation. They'll draw it. They'll show you exactly in this room right here. And I've just used my hand to do a, a squiggly wave. You couldn't see that, could you? And that's where the, the problem is on the foundation. And uh, it was amazing when we peeled up the carpet and it's padding right there, squiggly wave again. That's where the crack was. Advanced foundation repair. Let them help you. They are great. And do it now. Don't don't wait for summer. 214 333 0003. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com. And you heard an S at the end of that foundationrepairs.com. 214 333 0003. Advanced Foundation Repair.
4: Neil Sperry and Callaway's go back since our nurseries open. I'm Nathan Smith with Callaway's in Mansfield. And now back to Neil.
1: Thank you, Nathan, very, very much. Let's go back to the phone lines to Ray in Rockdale. Ray, this is Neil. Good morning. Hello, Ray. Ray, Ray. Mike, I'm going to let you navigate that one, see if we can help him. May have to call him back and get a better phone connection or something. Let me, meanwhile, let me go to Bobby in Crowley. Bobby, this is Neil. Good morning. Hello, Bobby. Bobby in Crowley. Hello? Yes, sir. You're on the air. How can I help you?
5: Uh, Yes, I was calling today to see about uh, uh, when's the best time to put the grass burr stuff down and what's it called.
1: All right, that's uh, pre-emergent for grass burrs, and you are at the very end of the best time. It needs to go down today, really, and uh, that would be one of these three products. It would be Dimension... Or uh, also, you could use Halts. Actually, I think now Scotts calls yeah. it uh, a Weedex with Halts. Weed, W-E-E-D-E-X, with Halts. And then the third one is Bayland, B-A-L-A-N. And uh, you would put those any one of those three down now, and then you have to repeat it 90 days later, Bobby. So about the middle of June, you would put a second a booster shot down. They're granules.
5: Where can I find
1: this stuff at? Dimension is available uh, in uh, several different brands, and it's usually in garden centers, independent garden centers, uh, some hardware stores, a lot of uh, the independent hardware stores. Uh, the uh, Halts is going to be at the National Box stores, and uh, Bayland is going to be generally at feed stores. There is crossover, and obviously I would love to have you shop at an independent local business if at all possible. Alrighty, I will. I, I will. will. I will. I will mention one in about a minute. Okay, I appreciate it. All right, thank you so much. Need to take, take a break, it. and I will mention right now Callaway's. They have uh, pre-emergent weed killers, and they also have the expertise, thanks to their Texas-certified nursery professionals, to help you. And explain to you how to use it. That is what sets Callaway's apart from the people that uh, are are working in some of the national chain stores. Callaway's, remember those Texas certified nursery professionals. Please go there to get your help. They're great. Callaway's Nursery has the most beautiful plants for you this spring. Their greenhouses are packed with fresh plants, and they are inspiring. Head into the Callaway's Nursery nearest you today to take in nature at its very best and pick out your favorites, the eye-catching blooms of trade winds Tropical Hibiscus. They're going to capture your attention. Big, bold, beautiful flowers coming along for months. They really stand out against their rich green foliage. Stop in and select Orange Sunset. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see this word before. Lilicoy, yellow, mandarin wind, and others. These six-inch beauties are just $16.99. You can plant your tropical hibiscus containers with a trailing foliage plant, or you can plant them directly into the landscape as a feature in a sunny bed. No, they do not make it through the wintertime, but you can enjoy them all through the summer. You'll love the pop of bright color in your landscape. Their friendly Texas Certified Nursery Professionals are there to guide you. They have upwards of a 100 Texas Certified Nursery Professionals professionals, the best trained nursery staff anywhere around. Let them give you their expert gardening advice and tips. Callaways continues to offer several easy ways for you to get everything you need for your landscape. Visit one of their open-air stores, order online, or use their convenient curbside pickup by simply calling your local store to place your order over the phone. Go to callaways.com to find a location near you. A new location on Greenville Avenue will be opening soon. Listen for details here. Open seven days a week from 9 to 6 for your convenience. Shop early today, I might add. That's a good time to go in. Callaways Nursery. Life lived beautifully. Callaways.com.
3: If you're back in the office or
0: working from home, feel free to listen on your computer at WBAP.com. Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820, WBAP.
3: WBAP WBAP.com.
1: Neil Spray's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter. It comes from my computer to your email Thursdays, just a little after 6 p.m. If you're not already signed up for it, you need to be. We have about 73,000 people who receive it each week need to have 73,001 don't you think if you want to see what it looks like go to my website at neilsperry.com it not only is the most recent issue of eGardens there uh, but you can also sign up right there alongside There always will be a featured plant of the week. There also always will be a featured question of the week. And I also always have gardening this weekend where I point out the things that you need to do in the ensuing three or four days. Plus a couple of other stories. Five stories, kind of like an old-fashioned garden section in the newspaper. That's Neil Sperry's eGardens. Take a look, sign up, we'd love to have you at Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. 99 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP
3: and WBAP.com.
0: Texas officials say they need help dealing with migrant pressure along the border. I'm Dennis Martin at the Rexel USA WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com. WBAP first. Traffic and weather on the ones. An accident has closed westbound Highway 114 between O'Connor Road and Hidden Ridge. In Garland, an accident's causing delays on westbound 635, a little after Garland Road, and an accident blocks two right lanes of northbound Dallas North Tollway right around Beltline Road. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast, sunny and breezy today, high in the low 70s, increasingly cloudy tonight, low drops to the mid-50s, then a steadily increasing chance of showers and storms throughout the day tomorrow, Monday's high temperature, middle 60s. Right now, lots of sunshine, 45 degrees. The surge of would-be migrants and asylum seekers along the border has state officials saying they need the help of the federal government. This is Del Rio Mayor Bruno Lozano, today on Fox & Friends.
2: Provide an actual plan and and bring us infrastructure, personnel, and resources. You know, deploy deploy Border Patrol and CBP officers to the border. Ensure that you have enough judges and magistrates to process the migrants. To hear that they're going to be releasing without a court date is absolutely not a policy. It's a failure.
0: More than 100,000 illegal immigrants were detained trying to get across the border last month alone. A Spanish-language church caught fire early this morning in southeast Fort Worth. The El Buen Samaritano Methodist Church in the 3400 block of Strong Avenue was extensively damaged by the blaze. The cause of the fire is under investigation. From the Rexel USA WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update at 9 o'clock. Meanwhile, 24-7 news coverage available right now at WBAP.com. Thank you, Dennis. Let me tell
1: you about Whiskey Stone right now. They are open Monday through Saturday. Make a destination of going to Whiskey Stone. You will really enjoy it. If you want to have their help, take photographs of projects that you have seen elsewhere that you really like, things you'd like to emulate in your own landscape. Take measurements of places where you need that new walk or where you want that new uh, retaining wall or or the uh, fountain or whatever it is that you'd like and show them to them and, and say, here's where I need your help they uh, will sketch out some ideas for you they will show you the stone that would be appropriate for you they'll tell you how much you'll need and let me please kind of soften this a little bit so that it doesn't sound like they're upselling you you need extra stone you need 10 to 15% overage some stone you need a little more some stone you need a little less uh, the reason for that is that stone is a is a is a god made thing and it's not perfect it's not like lego blocks where you know exactly uh, the the shape and size so you have always have a little overage little waste that isn't really wasted you will use it on a smaller project somewhere else but anyway let whiskey stone help you with the design and then if you need help with the installation they can refer you to landscape contractors who will do a great job but most of all go out there and just with total awe take a look at the gorgeous stone that they have for you they buy from quarries all over the southwest and beyond and they can deliver anywhere that you can hear me nobody has more beautiful stone and nobody has a better outlook on the uh, landscape contracting industry than Whiskey Stone. They are leaders in the industry. They they uh, have served on the uh, on the boards and committees and in leadership capacity of the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association. They want our industry to be represented beautifully, and and they want your landscape to be beautiful. Whiskey Stone. Here are the contact pieces of information. They are at 4501 East Loop 820. South and Southeast Fort Worth. 4501 East Loop 820 South. Way in Southeast Fort Worth. 817 429 0822. 817 429 0822. whiz-q.com. W-H-I-Z-q.com. Open Monday through Saturday. Closed on Sundays. Whiz Q. Stone.
2: It's not the Republican Party versus the
0: Democrat Party. Talking about what matters. It's the Republican Party versus an organized crime syndicate. News Talk 820 WBAP.
1: WBAP.com. My website is neilsperry.com. That's where you order my latest uh, book with that special offer of $5 off. For the next three or four weeks, while we do the pre-order special, whatever it is, because of that delay in the uh, in the printing of it, the fifth printing, due to a paper shortage, that's where you go to do that at neilsperry.com because the book is not in stores and it's not on Amazon. And so that's one thing you do at my website. Another is you sign up for my electronic newsletter, eGardens. You also see my 1001 frequently asked questions and their answers. That took a lot of time, folks. That took me a year to write all of that. And you also see the archived information on Rose Rosette virus and a huge amount more. All of that at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.
4: Let the Texas certified nursery professionals at your neighborhood Callaway's help you. I'm Cliff Baker from the Mesquite Store. And now back to Neil.
1: Thank you, Cliff, very, very much. And I believe, I believe Cliff is an original employee of Callaway's. I don't know how many there are. I'll ask. I'll see what I can find out. But that's a, a long time of great service. Thank you, Cliff. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have Ray in Milam County now. Let's try again with Ray. Ray, you there? I hope so. All right, how can I help you, uh, you Neil? Know, I've got some
5: some lawn care uh, issues. Uh, I live in a sandy soil in Malum County that I call watermelon soil. It's 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 real porous sand. And uh, fifty years ago, it was a oak, post oak forest, but okay. uh, it's about two thirds shade now, and a half to two thirds shade. And uh, reading your book and so forth and. I'm confused as to whether I should use a high nitrogen fertilizer on this soil. I mean, I've been planting grass on it for 45 years, right. but whether I should do that or balance because it's so porous.
1: Well, and that's a, a very good question. Um, to explain to others who don't know what we're talking about, um, there is a really strong push uh, that is loud and clear across all of the state to use an all-nitrogen fertilizer and that's because so much of the state has clay soils. Uh, phosphorus is is the guilty party. The middle number of the fertilizer analysis. If you if you I'm looking over your shoulder, Ray, and talking to other people who are not as savvy. Uh, fertilizer analyses have three numbers, like 15-5-10. And that five is, is in that case, would be the, the percentage of phosphorus. The problem with phosphorus is it's very slowly uh, soluble, and, and it will accumulate in clay soils. It builds up to almost toxic levels, and uh, not not to the plant, but it, it makes other uh, minor elements insoluble. And so the soil test reports come back from A&M and in other states from their labs saying don't use any phosphorus, don't use it, don't use it. And so those of us in the media yak on don't use phosphorus. And then you have somebody like you, Ray, who are in sandy soil and those sandy soils don't hold anything, phosphorus included. And so it's okay. That fifteen five ten would probably be a good fertilizer for you to have some phosphorus, but you still want a high nitrogen fertilizer. And that's and I try always to say uh, use an all nitrogen fertilizer in clay soils and a high nitrogen fertilizer in sandy soils. But I don't always get it finished. <laughs> I don't always say it. So did that did that make sense?
5: Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, I was um. Uh, but, uh, don't use a thirteen, thirteen, thirteen. Stay no, something to
1: have no. A bit less in that has no. That sounds place. that sounds like an egg for and That's that's not going to have any slow release nitrogen in it. Probably I'll bet. And the other thing is, you don't need that much phosphorus. Um, and the the other thing is, there's lots of other things. Um, I think A and M and other uh, professional soil scientists would suggest that you fertilize more often in a sandy soil and less at a time. Uh, kind of like somebody who's had stomach surgery, they they eat four or five meals a day and, and they're smaller meals. And, and that's what you do when you have sandy soil. There's just not much um, nutrient retention uh, capacity on a sandy soil, not much surface area. Okay. And on
5: watering, uh, since it is so porous and, I mean, you can, you can put a, Pretty good amount of water in one spot, and it never makes a puddle. It right. just drains through. Right. Right. Uh, sometimes we have restrictions where you can only water like twice a week. That's a killer uh, on the sandy a soil. Week.
1: That's really yeah. difficult. Well, that's that's the same thing. You 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 have to water less off uh, uh, less. Let me try this again. You have to water less at a time, but more often. And when the more often is not possible, then you're kind of hurting. Uh, you really have to manage it carefully, and, and uh, there's no good workaround for that. Uh, sometimes they'll let you use drip irrigation. Sometimes they will let you water with a hose uh, standing there, and, and, you, and, and then sometimes all you're able to do is decide which plants are most critical to you, and, and a lot of times that would, in my case, when I look at my landscape during a time of water restriction, things that are the most expensive and take the longest to establish are going to be what I will save uh, first when I'm allowed to water by hand. And that's going to be ground cover beds and shrubs, like uh, uh, six or eight foot tall shrubs. My trees, I know, are going to survive all right. They may not grow much but they will, they will compete with the turf grass. If I, can, if I can water that turf grass every couple of weeks or every week, they'll be all right. Um, the trees will. But the ground cover bed may not. And so I'll hand water that so I don't have to start over again. So you kind of begin to think through and, and rationalize things. But that's tough if you have water restrictions in sandy soil.
5: All right. Well, hey, I appreciate it, and that gave me a little guidance. I've always struggled with this thing because it just seems not to want to grow anything. And and uh, like I say, some of it's about
1: two thirds to half shade. Well, uh, that that probably hard. works to your advantage when you are in water curtailment, but it is hard. And remember, you can always go to watermelons. <laughs> right. Not in the shade, but in the in the sand. <laughs> Good luck with it. I appreciate your call very, very much. Thank you, sir. Let me go to, uh, let me give the phone number first, then we'll go to Wayne. Uh, The number is 800 288 WBAP 800 288 9227. I could. um, ask mike to open up two more lines but i choose not to do that because i don't want you waiting on hold forever and so we only use three of the five lines he uses one to call another one and tie them up and so uh, we only have three active lines and that way you don't have to wait as long 800-288-9227 800 800, i'm going to do this more slowly 800-288-9227 wayne and alvarado this is neil good morning Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, I, had a qu- I had a question about uh, my blackberry bushes. Uh, I went
4: out uh, just uh, casually looking at them a couple of days ago, and then I had to start looking at them a little closer. I noticed uh, I've got maybe uh, 14 different individual crowns, and, and each out of each of those, maybe two or three typical canes growing out of them. And uh, they're all green, and, and I was thinking that I should be seeing Buds pretty soon, and uh, upon inspection, I found only one cane that was full of developing blossoms. They haven't opened up yet and actually bloomed, but they're there. You can see them, and all the rest of them have none. The leaves are look great, look green, look like they're coming on great, but there's no blossoms there. And I've never seen anything like that. I've always had berries off of each bush. You know, give it, you know some more years more, some years less, and this is very strange.
1: All right, let me try to help. I'll do my best. Uh, number one, when was the last time you pruned these? <clears throat>
4: uh, I, I usually always uh, prune them um, after they die back in the fall of the year that they, you know, that they produced. I cut those old canes back and just leave the, the canes that came that year, which will be the ones
1: that should be bearing this year. All right. I can compromise with you, but but I didn't trap you. I tried. <laughs> Uh, you, and, and you did fine. Uh, I would probably prune the old canes sooner than that just to get them out of the way. Uh, but you, you want to to explain to other people, uh, blackberry canes only bear one time, and they will never bear fruit again, never flower and bear fruit again. So you want to get them out of the way immediately after you harvest. You, yep. can, you can tell at that point. And I use lopping shears to reach down in and, and to cut them, and then I'll use the lopping shears uh, without cutting all the way through just to lift them up and out of the way and throw them over my shoulder. So that's uh, that's the one thing I would change on what you said. And at this time of, you know, not so much now, but in, uh, in April and May, I will pinch the growing tips out of the new canes to make them branch so they don't get so tall and rangy. That's standard behavior for blackberries and how I would treat them in a regular Uh, sequence and that that's a little different than than maybe what you've done now as to why they're not blooming uh, then therefore all I can figure out is that perhaps the freeze killed the buds I I don't I don't know beyond Hmm. that
4: okay
1: I don't know I I haven't had anybody ask and I have therefore I haven't uh, done any research on it but that would be one thing I could could figure
4: I wouldn't know why one cane out of all the rest of them would, would be look like it's doing for the great very
1: same hunting. reason that one shrub out of a row uh, is surviving yeah. and others are not. It's crazy. Uh,
4: so, uh, given if it in fact what was is what my first thought was, but then I couldn't justify that with one cane. But maybe it is. Uh, would the same thing be expected of raspberries?
1: Uh, well, I'll tell you, I don't have enough experience with raspberries here because they don't do well here. Is, are these dormant red, or what are they?
4: Yep, yep, and they, and they do great. They produce
1: Oh, I, I'm, tons, I know, they just of, don't don't taste like raspberries. Um, they're, they're
4: not the best in the world. No, but they're, they're not. They're better than nothing. Better
1: than nothing, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I assume so. I haven't grown enough dormant red. I have grew them two years and said, eh, I think I'll grow beans instead. Um, the... Uh, uh, that, that would be my guess, yeah. I'll, I'll see what I can find. I haven't been presented that question. I don't know. I, I think yep. I've been asked about every other frozen plant. I haven't been asked about blackberries yet or, or raspberries. I haven't yeah, had they, a dormant it, 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 they, red they, they, raspberry question in 10 years. Say it again. It's
4: too too early to uh, to tell about the raspberries. They're not that far along, but the, but the okay. blackberries I would think should be in the stage where you should be able to see them. And, Absolutely, and I see one. And you
1: know what yeah. you know what Wayne. I have I haven't driven in the in the countryside as much uh, as I might have other years, but I don't think I've seen dewberries blooming much. Have you?
4: I, I have not. In fact, I have uh, uh, traditionally had a bunch of them growing in my yard. Um, and, uh, I was out walking around, uh, and I mowed a couple of days ago back way back in the back where it was, uh, the weeds were getting tall. And, uh, now that you mention it, I haven't seen them yet at all.
1: uh, That may be our clue because they usually will bloom at the same or a little earlier, don't they? I think
4: a little early, a little little earlier. So they may have been uh, frozen
1: also, maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe the blind squirrel stumbled onto something here. Could be. (laughs) Yeah. That's,
4: that's very possible.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe we figured it out. I don't know. I'll see what I can find out, though. I'll do a little research.
4: Well, it, 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 it's good to know if that's just it. Then, of course, next year they'll do fine. But yes. you know, if there was some kind of disease or oh, something, no, no, no. that would, that would no, be no, a problem. No, no, no.
1: That's not the case. That I'm sure of. That I'm hey. sure of. Hey, I appreciate your call. Have a good day.
4: Thank you. All
1: right. Bye-bye. All right. I have a call from Cinderella in Dallas coming up in a minute. and Jill in Chandler, we'll get to both of you in just a moment. Uh, let me uh, tell you about my book offer for you this is the second time you've heard this only and i hope you'll take advantage of it because it is a wonderful opportunity for you this is the fifth printing of neil spray's lone star gardening which by the way i didn't tell you this in the first ad uh, but uh, you may already know not in stores not on amazon this will be a signed copy, and it will be at thirty one ninety five plus tax and postage. If you wait, it will be $36.95 plus tax and postage. So I'm giving it to you at a $5 savings, and the reason for that is because I like you. <laughs> it's also because I'm delayed in getting it. Uh, Through no fault of mine, I'm I'm going to say, I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. It's a paper shortage. Who would have guessed? And I couldn't figure out why I wasn't getting a bid back from the printer. The printer that I'm using have used for all the other four printings. They are fabulous, and they've been just so uh, loyal to the cause. And I couldn't get a bid back. And they said, we're trying to find it anywhere we can find it. They know what brand, so to say, uh, what uh, uh, company, what Type of paper I want, and they they want that as well. And we found it, and it's back ordered, and it will it's well. let start the printing tomorrow. So there is where we are. We're going to be delayed by three or four weeks. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is Basics of Gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is that calendar of when to do all the important gardening tasks, when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray, all the things. That's what sets this this book apart from all the other gardening books you've ever had, mine included. Chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables in huge detail. Now I'll sign your copy, your satisfaction is completely guaranteed. Uh, What I cannot do is get it to you quickly because I don't have them yet but I'll give you that $5 savings and I encourage you to order now because that will put you at the top of the list I'm going to be signing and mailing them in the exact order in which they're ordered and uh, in the exact sequence it's uh, 3195 plus tax and postage order now either at neilsperry.com or by calling my office monday through uh, friday business hours 800 752 GROW, G-R-O-W, 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com.
0: Com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney. If you can't join us for worship in person, then please join us on your computer. We live stream at 10.05. Go to sharingtheheart.org, click on sermons, or join us on Facebook. Our 10.05 sermon is carried on Facebook Live. See you on the internet. God bless you and have a beautiful day.
1: All right, Pastor Tommy, thank you, sir. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, Texas, premier roofing contractor since 1986 with the experience of tens of thousands of roofs installed, including one roof right at the Sperry House. They do all kinds of roofs, so if you want something unusual like a tile roof or a metal roof, no problem for them, they do it. And, of course, they do the finest in composition roofing. That's what we have, as most people do. But they upgraded our roof by suggesting to us that we do a a 40-year roof, 40 pounds. What? Well, anyway, 40-year roof, heavier roof. And they said you will save on your insurance. And, boy, we did. And Continuous Ridge Vent, you will save on your cooling bills in the summer. And boy, we did. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. And uh, we had had some significant hail damage and didn't realize it. We were not at home at the time. And uh, when the neighbors started having their roofs replaced, we'd we better be checking. And uh, Wortham Brothers came out and said, yes, you do. We did not have any trees. Uh, lose." significant amount of leaves just look like some wind damage and uh, they uh, they got us fixed up oh did they they're wonderful careful i had been doing ads for them for a while and i could do the ads with a lot of gusto after that so for the finest in roofing you'll call the finest in roofing contractors that's Wortham brothers roofing second generation family business since 1986 972 5625788, WBroofing.com Wortham Brothers Roofing 972-562-5788 WBroofing.com.
3: We at Callaways are proud to offer the finest in plants, products, and services. I'm Ginger from the South Lake Callaways and we're proud to be sponsoring this segment of the program and now back to Neil.
1: Thank you, Ginger, very, very much. Let's go back to the phone lines. and We have Cinderella in Dallas. Good morning. This is Neil. How may I help you?
3: Good morning, Neil. I'm so happy to find you again. I lost you for a while, but I found you again.
1: I'm glad you oh. did. How can I help? I am, help?
3: too. Uh, I have fruit trees, and I have a Japanese lace tree. The fruit trees, they came out... While I had my eyes, one eye open, one eye closed, the flowers came. Every year for the last 15 years, I've been, you know, I spray them so that they'll be good. And I've had a wonderful products from all of them. But this year, I missed it. So is it too late to spray the apricots and the loquats and the uh, peaches? uh it is
1: you're you're in dallas and i
3: wouldn't
1: uh i wouldn't think that it's not that late because they've just finished blooming in fact they're in bloom in mckinney right now you don't have a low quad do you i do and it survived the cold
3: it it's looking like it has the leaves are green again Coming All in.
1: right, well, yeah, loquats, uh, okay, loquats bloom in uh, October, November, and so their yeah, fruit yeah. is ripening now, and, and uh, so you're way late on, uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't think you'd ever have to spray it. The apricots, uh, I don't know what to tell you on apricots, they bloom so early, and, and I'm surprised that you have anything left on them. Uh, oh, peaches. Um, let, let me deal with the peaches, and yeah. and I think if you still have flowers, you could still go ahead and spray. You may be okay. you may be too late for uh, the the worm called plum curculio. It's it's worth a try, but I think you are a little bit late. Well, usually I go to
3: Calloway's and get the you know the spray. Right. But this year it's been so bad that you know you right. We well, I do what we I would do doing.
1: that, but I I'm I'm a little worried because of all the 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 odd interruptions we've had and because you're a little late but i'd give it a try hey i've got to run i've got news coming up right now stay there michael say something to you thank you cinderella very much folks we have another hour coming we'll be back